now entering the fifth dimension. Hello and welcome back, fellow weirdos, to season two of the Fifth Dimension podcast. Ooh, yeah, it's been like a minute, more like a second. Uh, Do y'all miss us or what? <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I was just gonna say real quick, like these breaks seem to be long for the audience, but it's very short for us because uh, while we were on break, we were just continuously recording. Yeah, uh, that, that we were. Uh, well, one thing's for sure. Um, I, I want to hope, I'm hoping everyone's all doing well and doing okay. Um, uh, but how was the break for you, man? It was uh, themed with change, opportunity, and growth. I'll just leave it at that. What about you? Uh, yeah, it's, for, well, for me, it's been just going, bro. Like, for real, it's just, it's just going. Uh, it's like that for me, bro, you know? Uh, but... That's, you know, it is what it is, right? Right, 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 right. Um, so uh, what are we talking about today? I think we were going to do a review, an album review of Taylor Swift. Uh, Taylor Swift. When, uh, when did we say that? Did you promise this? No, no, I didn't make a promise. I think we, we made our, 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 a promise to the listeners and I made Maria aware of it, uh, but that we would be reviewing this album. I think it was one of our final two episodes or the last three episodes. I can't remember which one, but we said we would do, we would commit to a Taylor Swift album review. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, music review, music review. So I okay. know that Maria is going to enjoy this episode, maybe, if you're not overly critical. Overly critical me? Yeah, you. Oh, no, the, the person behind you, bro. Yes, you, you. <laughs> yeah i mean i mean uh, let's take a look at who we're talking to right it, first of all i, I am i am upper apprehensive because one it is you two it's taylor swift i think this is a this pushes us past our boundaries of uh what we typically listen to like i i don't listen to taylor swift all that much but i think i don't either yeah so uh, and having listened to her album now, I feel like uh, we we have a good sense of the artist and what they're about. And, you know, th that review will come later for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but before we do, I have an important, a very important annou announcement to make to everyone. Ooh, announcement. Well, yeah, well, it's more of a retraction, bro. Whoa, 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 whoa wait, 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 wait. Luis, yeah, you're making a retraction. You're taking something back? Yes, this is no. The, the audience needs to know this is a very rare thing that you never ever in the history of ever took something back <laughs> or or issued a retraction. That has never happened. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I have to. And if you think I'm going to apologize about my peso pluma statements, you are fucking sadly mistaken. I hear the uh, heartbreak breaks of a ton of peso pluma fans just right now. Welcome. If anything, uh, I'm going to double, you know what, just because of that, let me double Oh my down. God, no. Let me double down right here, right now. Oh God. Peso Pluma sounds like a fucking dying cow. There, Jeez. I said it again. 
he the guy singing, his voice just sounds like a fucking dying cow. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. Trash, bro. Okay, but okay. Saying oh God. that being said, I will give his band the credit it deserves. Creating music, as we know, uh, you know, you were being a band a student, you were a band student, and I, you know, I very amateurly play the fucking guitar. It's tough to create music and to put things together. It is. It's and, tough. And so I'm going to give his band the credit because clearly they're really freaking talented, right? True. And that kind of a music together. They're really freaking talented. But I'm not going to fucking, I'm not going to say that for Pluma. Fuck that. Uh, Damn. I think, I think, hey, you guys asked for it. Now I'm doubling down. I think he's writing the coattails uh, of the band and hype. Oh, my God. I, I can hear the the anger of the Peso Pluma fans right now. Uh, if you want to head over to our Instagram, if you feel to do so, leave us your comments, leave us your thoughts uh, of this episode. Uh, Peso Pluma fans, sorry, Luis is not making a retraction on Peso Pluma today. It's something else, apparently. Uh, so for the Peso Pluma fans, I'm yeah, just going to let me, you know. Send me know. your tears, too. Send me your tears. <laughs> send me the tears. Oh, my gosh. Uh Peso Pluma fans, you're just better off guessing lottery numbers than expecting a retraction of Luis's statement of Peso Pluma from Luis. Just, yeah. The, the, you're damn right, man. You're damn right. Uh, that's not going to change. Um, if anything, now I'm going to triple down. Oh, Lord. On Jesus. Peso Pluma. I think oh, anyone who listens to his oh, music. Oh, my. I mean, you, I mean, you're really just. I mean, come on now. Like. <laughs> We're going to get tagged as musica de simplones, you know? Oh, no. What, 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 what? Are we already getting canceled right off the bat for season two? Uh, I guess so, dude. <laughs> listen, but th listen, that's not the point. You made me do this. But here, here's, what I, here's my announcement. Uh, you know, earlier in our, our last season, uh, in our last season, I made a statement of saying that I don't listen to country music. And I need to correct that because okay. I actually do listen to some country music. So that, What surprised you? Like, you? You thought you weren't listening to any country music at all? And you're just like, oh, realize like I listen to country music. I, You know what? I totally blanked out. I didn't even fucking think about it. Yeah. And then I started listening to some of the stuff that I on my playlist. And I was like, oh, shit. You know, I do have some. Uh, Who you got? Some, I do have some Faith Hill. Mm -hmm. uh, I did have some Taylor Swift, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, shoot, some Dixie Chicks. And I was like, whoa, uh -huh. whoa, whoa. Okay, so now it's time to retract, right? So okay. yeah. this is me being forward, being up front, telling you, yes, I'm going to have to retract the statement that I don't absolutely listen to music, country music, because I do. And I, and I do enjoy, you know. Obviously, it wouldn't be my playlist if I didn't. So, um, you know, there's that. I, I do listen to some country music. Wow, uh, but I do think, uh, I do think that the, the the artists that I just listed, I think some of the hardcore country fans might say that what we listen to or that what I listen to isn't country. Ooh. And because of that, maybe I'm not listening to country, and because of that, maybe I won't retract at all. <laughs> what retraction was that, bro? It I wasn't mean, a retraction. It's a half retraction. I mean, I don't even know what that a retraction. <laughs> You tell me. Come on, I just listed off Dixie Chicks, uh, uh, what's in the uh, Faith Hill, and uh, uh, Taylor Swift. Would 
you hardcore country fans out there, would you consider them country country? We'll put or, that as a poll. We'll put, that, <laughs> we'll put that as a poll. Um, so if you know that's what? the case, I'm not retracting. <laughs> you listen to country. Whether you, I think for the, for the most part, whether we know it or not, we listen to a little bit of country and whether or not we want to acknowledge it. Shoot, I mean, I listen to Lone Star, a little bit of Lone Star. Wait listen- a minute, wait a minute. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. Excuse me. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Like I said, some country fans would probably say or tell you that Lone Star isn't that country. Ooh. I, I would say, or I would think that someone would tell you it's more like pop. So are you really listening to country, bro? Are you really? Is that why they left out little Nas X from the country category? Hey, maybe. Maybe. No, no, no. Could we have gatekeeping in the country community? I'm not sure. Uh, I think we have gatekeepers. (laughs) I'm sure it goes on. That's why the... Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why the phrase was was made. You know, gatekeeping. There's uh, gatekeepers for everything, right? Oh, my God. Yeah, You have gatekeepers for, like you said, for absolutely everything. Uh, Rock, alternative rock. Then you've got... uh, People would say that pop rock isn't rock. Pop rock isn't rock. Yeah. If people will say, you know what? Dixie Chicks ain't country. Lone Star ain't country. That's that's country light or mainstream country, which isn't really country. I mean, I guess you can get into the particulars and into the details of what is a certain genre, who defines what that certain genre is. But you know, there's some fans out there that would think that, like, hey, that's not country. Come on. Mm, yeah, I, I would say. I mean, just, and this is the Fifth Dimension podcast, so everything that we talk about, right? Has, has extra layers of, of to what we discuss. So when we talk about comics, music, or whatever, there's layers of uh, there's layers of standard and layers of alterations that we we discuss. So this yeah. is this is perfectly in line of what we do. Absolutely. So so today we are reviewing a, a perfect segue. By the way, when you mentioned Taylor Swift, we are reviewing Taylor Swift's album Red. Um, and we're going to give you kind of a nice summary and overview about what we thought about the album. So, Luis, uh, when we first uh, agreed, uh, and I, I know it's been a while, we slept since then. Um, but what has been uh, kind of your, before you listened to the album, what was your kind of either apprehensions or hesitations or anything to listening to a Taylor Swift album? Well, like I mentioned before, I... I have listened to several uh, Taylor Swift uh, songs, so I'm not unfamiliar with her. Um, But the thing with her, and I'm going to get a lot of help from Swifties, right, is that she she goes over and retouches and goes over and retouches the theme of uh, love and loss or unrequited love and, Mm. you know, I'm a hopeless romantic, right? I, I I like I like to I like the idea of love, right? Loving love, um, mm-hmm. but it's so saturated with her that it's kind of a it's a disappointment, really. It's like she she has this she has this ability to story storytell sing, right? In her songs, mm-hmm. but this is all she storytells about. It's like, come on, man. Uh, it, I think, in my point of view she could branch off and talk about other things other than love loss, you know? Mm. I think uh, before I listen to this album, I definitely write the public perception is uh, Taylor Swift is very much a 
person that likes to sing about um, uh, getting love, losing it, uh, unrequited love, like you said, and then sticking to the themes of um, I've, I've lost this person. I'm, I don't know if we can ever reconnect again, that type of, uh, that type of theme. Uh, so for me, the album Red, uh, it, it hearkened to, or it, at least it reminded me of like an anthem. It was an anthem of uh, trying to, she wasn't trying to, obviously not trying to break away from that, but really trying hard to make it into a, an anthem for herself. Mm, I see that. I could see that. So uh, immediately, right off the bat, uh, Luis, I know that we were talking a little uh, before the podcast uh, about, you know, what is it that we're going to contribute to this discussion? What are we going to say about the the album itself after listening to it? I'm going to give you my first kind of off, first kind of gut impression. I, I immediately assumed a lot of things about what I thought I was going to be listening to, but uh, immediately upon the opening track, "State of Grace." Uh, I thought uh, the track was very rhythmic, uh, full of melody, full of uh, choruses. Uh, it definitely captures what Taylor Swift likes to do with her albums is to capture the arena rock vibe uh, or what she thinks is going to happen in, in a rock concert setting. Yeah, I thought so too. Uh, State of Grace is kind of more like a pop rock mainstream sound, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like like you were mentioning, uh, an arena type concert sound. Um, I personally didn't like it too much. No, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, whatever. But then you have a handful of songs in there that are obvious hits. Like uh, you could tell as Taylor Swift was writing these, uh, either her producer knew or she knew that these were going to be anthems throughout the album, like um, Trouble. Uh, and 22 and um, uh, there was another one on there uh, but these songs obviously have a little bit more craft to them I felt like that uh, 22 uh, definitely was the anthem song was the uh, uh, anthem song for a, a lot of younger folks who are living here in the now and uh, has all the elements of a hit um, yeah. so yeah Taylor Swift really leans into the youth into this one Absolutely. Um, I would let me say this just to quickly give you my summary. Yeah, man, go for it. Of uh, the album. So I think musically, uh, Taylor Swift's album Red, I mean, it's very melodic. You got a lot of pop rock ballads, um, or what seemed like ballads to me pop rock ballads with a little hint or essence of country music, right? And the music, Albeit good, it sounds very mainstream, right? Like very, something right. very mainstream that, of course, it's going to be on the radio, right? It's nothing new, nothing special, yeah. but it's on there. Yeah. With the exception of maybe one or two songs in the album. And I think one of the songs was, um, uh, what was it, man? Uh, Stay, Stay, Stay. I think that was one I was like. Oh, you like that one? Okay. Uh, yeah, it was kind of different. Um, but overall, I think it was just very mainstream, very I guess just very easy to listen to, but not nothing special, right? Um, but of course, you know, being pop rock country, I think there was a lot of pop infused into this album. Yeah, absolutely, and, uh, absolutely. I would say that it's honestly, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the country essence Ooh. of this album more than I did the pop. Wow, 
So yeah. very high praises on that end from Luis because again, you you don't listen to much country, but it sounds like to you, Taylor Swift, at least having some sounds of country, that's her home area. That's that's where yeah. the vocals live. I would say her strongest suit is that uh, essence of country, right? If she has it on her, she's good. And another, lyrically, I think she's very good at uh, telling a story as she's singing, right? Absolutely. Uh, I think that's very talented. You know, it's very, not many people can do that, right? There's a lot of songs that, uh, a lot of songwriters, and here's another plus from her. She writes her music, right? Yeah. She writes her own songs. Um, and I think she's very talented with that. Uh, a lot of the messages, again, become very repetitive with the saturated message of love and loss. Mm. But there's sometimes her, her structure or the way she does a song storytell is just impressive, man. It's very impressive. And you can't take that away from her. Absolutely. I think and one of, of my course, favorite... Yeah, go ahead. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me. Last point. Some of the lyrics, of course, you know, are going to be very catchy. Absolutely. And I think that was the aim of this album. Um, I think for me, uh, one of my favorite tracks that stood out was Treacherous. I think it was the third or the fourth track on, on the album. For me, it just stood out. Um, I like melancholy songs. I really, uh, I it really. The third track. Oh, it's the third track. Right on. Yeah. So uh, that one. For whatever reason, I, I can spot the melancholy song or the song that isn't really uh, talking about love straight up. It, it's just kind of in the in the mel- in its melancholy state. Treacherous did that for me. I think uh, the sound that she Taylor really revisits that country sound and it really leans into it in this in this track. And it uh, definitely a whole lot deeper. It's not as shallow as the other songs. Uh, Treacherous mm. is a little bit deeper. Um, it does provide like this this cautionary. Uh, lyrics, this cautionary tone almost. So for me, it was treacherous. treacherous. Wow. Uh, I would like to point out something that you just said. Yeah, I think it. that a lot of her, you know, despite being a very good writer and uh, a song storyteller, uh, I think, so there's something I did notice and I think it's very repetitive again in her songs is that they're kind of shallow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I would agree with that. And they're probably just shallow just because, again, it's just very saturated with that love loss, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So, yeah, I I think uh, the album, again, it's um, Red is one of the few albums that I've listened to in its entirety. I think uh, I have to force myself sometimes to listen to albums 1 through 12, 1 through 16. Uh, Taylor Swift was one of those I, I had to force myself to listen to it because typically I would not listen to an ar- artist like this one through, you know, through whatever tracks. Uh, the yeah. artists I, I really like, like I'll, I'll listen to their entirety of the album just to kind of get a full uh, a full effect of their sound. But um, yeah, definitely some great songs in Red. And uh, I absolutely underscore the fact that uh, she it's no, no, no wonder she's a megastar. Yeah. Um... Just to reiterate again, I think Taylor, in this album, she's heavily relying on that pop style to really in some listeners, right? New listeners, or maybe, um, her, you know, her older listeners. But uh, her again, her ability to tell stories and sing is just and very impressive. You know, Absolutely. I, I like, I think I like people that can do that or singers, artists that can do that. 
because um, you get a lot of artists that sing kind of cryptic uh, phrases and messages mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and like, oh, what are they talking about? What are they talking about? And uh, I think we gave examples before where like, uh, personally for me, uh, I think the Goo Goo Dolls Black Balloon is a good example where they're talking about baby's black balloon, right? And if right. you don't understand it, you're like, what are they talking about? Very cryptic. Yeah. But her storytelling is just, it's almost like re- she's reading a book to you and it's, it's wonderful in song form. It's beautiful. Absolutely. Uh, and one last thing I'll say about Taylor Swift, um, that uh, her earlier work, uh, when, we, when we listened to how her sounds were very country or something about uh, Taylor Swift that I really enjoyed listening to was that uh, she mastered the ability to transition from country to mainstream. And you could, this album is a perfect example of that, of how she can still find elements of country, live in that and transition over to the mainstream and create anthems from it. Yeah. Uh, well, let me make, uh, let me point out something else. You know, the red is, red, the red album is definitely filled with pop, pop country, pop rock. Yeah, um, but I'm gonna go back to I'm gonna go back to some of the songs that I've listened to her before, and I think there's uh, several in her Sparks Fly album that I enjoyed that I definitely enjoyed. Oh, and some of these. So we have songs, to do another album review. Uh, maybe not this one. Or some other <laughs> paper, but look, songs like let me let me put it to you this way: the songs I like to hear from Taylor are songs like Sparks Fly, Mine speak now i think this style is very enjoyable right yeah yeah um, and uh i guess let me let me throw it out this to the swifty fans out there what's your favorite album of taylor's you know what what's what album do you think speaks more to her strengths because personally again i enjoyed sparks fly and it's it has a lot of songs that are like it just fits right for her you know absolutely absolutely Okay, so we've reviewed this album and given our opinions about it and our, of course, our little two cents or whatever. Definitely. Uh, what do you rate it overall? How, how should we rank? How should we rank it? One through 10, a grade letter, stars? What do you think? I think everybody does stars. People do grades and like the, to say A, B, C, D, E. I, I really, I'm not a fan of, of letter grades because I, I'm, I'm in the academic realm. So let's not do letter grades. And stars is overplayed. Uh, let's do one through 10 and kind of give, because I feel like one through 10 is very malleable and it, and it gives us kind of fl- flexibility and fluidity to go and say, here's why we think that. Okay. I'm done with All that. right. So for me, the album is a clear cross into the mainstream. It is it, it very much Taylor Swift. It's her in her presence in the album. Uh, this is very much an anthem album, right? Very catchy songs, uh, very deep reflective ones in there as well. Um, is it shallow? Yes. Does it provide some good, feel good music? Absolutely. It's very well produced. Um, there are a few tracks in there, like I've listened to, and I can't remember if it was either track number six or seven. Obviously a filler, and I just did not enjoy it. Uh, for me, a seven out of 10, and that's my rating. Okay. Damn, that's pretty solid. Uh, let me be the Debbie Downer. Ooh. Be the Debbie Downer uh, for just one second. Because, uh, you know, we need to do it. Somebody All has right. to. Well, okay, let me be the do one. It. Ruin it. <laughs> yep. I'm going to give this album a 6 out of 10. It's okay. It's good listening, like you said. 
there's maybe like a couple fillers, like what is this, right? Why is it in here? But overall, I think the pop influence just doesn't do it for me. I think I found myself enjoying, again, the songs that have a country essence into her pop rock, right? I think this, this because this of that, I'm giving yeah. it just a six out of ten, man. It's still a, a pretty high rating. I honestly thought you were going to go lower on the rating uh, for whatever reason, but this sounds like you're going a little bit higher than when I originally thought. So uh, that's still a pretty pretty good mark. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. All right. Well, I think we said everything we needed to say. Uh, shall we call it? Yeah. You know what? I think we said. Uh, I think it was a pretty decent review. You know, we could have gone track by track, but I think overall, I think we can get the gist of it, right? Absolutely. And to be honest, that's what we did. I think you went over, what, 16 tracks, and I went over 16 tracks. And I think together, we kind of just summarized it and kind of put it, put it, we summarized it to the best of our abilities, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think we did our best here. Um, and yeah, I think we should just... Um, that should be good enough. I think we should call it. All right. And um, well, like I tell everybody, uh, like I tell everybody at the end of every show or episode, I just like to remind everyone to realize your realization of reality and raise your levels of consciousness. And Luis already knows this, but we have officially made realize your realization of reality, the official tagline of the Fifth Dimension Podcast. So Luis, kudos to you. That is our official tagline. Sweet, sweet. So folks, 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 the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists currently has the Doomsday Clock at 90 seconds to midnight. Let's make every effort to be more mindful of one another. All right, man. Well, that was pretty easy, I thought. All right. You had one final dig to the Pistol Pluma fans and uh, a very thoughtful review of Taylor Swift's album. Uh, yeah, felt good too, man. Hey, be great.